I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Hi, Pat. How's it going? Good, Sammy. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm just drinking some. Oh, boy. What do we got on tap today? It's another Sa- Sav Blanc. Okay. Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is Prophecy. Oh. I really like the um, I really like the labels. They're really cool. Like It's like goddess kind of art. Does it allow you to tell the future? Uh, well, we'll see when I finish this glass. Yeah, we'll see how my how my predictions go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they're like right on, that uh, the stock of that wine's gonna go straight through the roof. Straight through the roof. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the stock of this wine for all the all everybody listening. Yeah. Yeah. I also i i brought some um, i brought some things home from my office. Okay. Um, my studio to just dress up this office that I have at home a little bit and get rid of some excess stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've you've ever seen. Oh, is that your Willow? Uh, what do they call those Funko Pops? Funko Pop. Yeah, this is my Willow. Hmm. Okay. It's really hard for her to stand up because her head's so big. And her <laughs> yeah, legs that's a are so gigantic tiny. head. I'm gonna make a controversial statement here. Okay. I am not a fan of the Funko Pop stuff. No, why? I just don't get it. Did you ever have action figures? Oh, yeah. But they were, like, proportional, and they had pupils, whereas yeah. Funko Pop does not and is yeah. not. I know people love them and, like, collect them and keep them in the boxes, but I just, I can't, I, you know. I d- like, even the ones that I really like, say I find a Terminator one. Right. The head's oh, too big. Willow just fell over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See? This yeah, is exactly. what I'm talking about. They're very <laughs> non-functional. I need them to be proportional. I need them to stand up. And they need to look like the the character. I will say the male... I only have two Funko Pops. Mm. I can't show you the other one. Why? Oh, it's a spoiler. Because it's a spoiler. Okay. That one stands on its own. So I don't know if it's just maybe females that they give them the tiny little legs. Legs? (laughs) Oh my... This again? Come on, man. Uh, How do you say it? Legs. Legs. Like, check out these legs. 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 I don't know. I can, Now I'm going to have to find out how, like, my family accent. says it. Because <laughs> I don't know if it's a Connecticut thing. Yeah, I'm not or sure. Or a Britain thing or a Jensen thing. And it's funny. The more that I edit the podcast, like, the more uh, Sammy accent nuances that I pick up on. I mean, I'm sure I like say what? weird things, what too. Else? Like, I say room weird. Yes, you do, and I made fun of you for that. I also have been told that I say TV weird. Like, let's go watch TV. Oh, yeah, you put a little extra emphasis on V. Yeah, and people say, like, no, it's supposed to be TV or something. And I say TV. TV, TV. phone, home. (laughs) Exactly, TV, phone, home. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, welcome, everybody, to Kicking and Streaming, Episode 8. Yeah. What what have you been up to, Pat? Uh, what have Since I been we up last to? Recorded. I've been very busy at work. Work has been extra busy, but wrapping it is up almost wrapping up the year. It's almost Thanksgiving as we're recording this, so hopefully yeah. things slow down now this week, and we can enjoy ourselves a little bit more and get into the show a little bit more. 
What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, staying home, staying in, as the CDC recommends. <laughs> <laughs> just you and you and Amy and the kids. Yep, just me and the direct fam. We're staying in. We're cooking a big dinner, and we're just gonna hang out and do family things. It'll be a fun, oh, nice. fun day. Yeah. Are you making a turkey? We're gonna make a giant chicken. <laughs> Oh, we we are going to pick up a chicken, a uh rotisserie chicken. Nice. um, Boston Market. And it'll probably be, no, we'll just go to like, our grocery store has the rotisserie chicken, so we'll just go there. That's a solid move. I wanted to, well, I didn't want to roast the chicken. I wanted Dave to roast the chicken Mm -hmm. because he's a way better cook than I am. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I would have liked that would have been a nice thing for us to do together, Mm -hmm. but... We have a ro- we don't have a roasting pan. We had one on our registry, but because we postponed our wedding and didn't have a wedding shower or anything like that, we didn't get any of our registry gifts. So, got to wait another whole year for that roasting pan. Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. Those roasting yeah. pans, it's like you think you really won't use it that much, but we we roast a chicken every once in a while. Every once it's in a so while. It's so good. Yeah, roasting chicken's where it's at. Yeah, no. I'm into it. Cool. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. We're like small turkey or a big chicken. We decide big chicken. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think chicken's better anyway. Ooh, hot take. A lot of people yeah. like turkeys more. Well, I'm not just like for Thanksgiving. Sure. Whatever. Give right. me I either. guess it's tradition. But generally speaking, I'm more into, you know, just more into chicken. I guess I am too. You, I just feel like you can do more with chicken and you don't fall asleep after eating it. Yeah. You know, unless you eat too much. As with any meal. Too much brownies, fall asleep. Too much yeah. cereal, fall asleep. Too much turkey, <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> Too much chicken. Too much chicken, fall asleep. <laughs> cool. This was fun. Yeah. Well, it was great talking to you, Pat. Yeah, great. Let's wrap this thing up. Thanks, everybody, for joining, kicking, and streaming. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to talk about some shows first. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's talk about Buffy. Let's talk about Buffy. So we are on season one, episode eight of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, Robot, you, Jane. <laughs> it's such a silly title. <laughs> it's So it's obviously, well, it's a play on two things. Do you know which two things? Tarzan. I'm sure you can guess one of them. Yep. Tarzan, yep. So Tarzan is one of them. And then I, Robot is like the Will Smith movie. Uh yeah well so it's a it was a book and <laughs> Isaac and then, Asimov oh and it was turned into yes a movie with Will Smith which I, I never also, saw I was also gonna say Roombas are made by a company called iRobot aren't they Oh I don't know I'm not fancy enough to have a Roomba I don't have a Roomba either Oh like iRobot like little i yeah capital R like like iPhone right maybe probably not 1997 though. I don't think so. They okay. barely had computers, as we see in this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think they could figure that out quite right. yet. <laughs> it was written by Ashley Gable and Thomas A. Swyden. Swyden? Sweden? I'm guessing it's Swyden because it's with a Y and not not another E. This is my favorite part of the show every week is when we try to <laughs> pronounce the showrunner's names. <laughs> <laughs> um directed by you know what one of these days they're gonna give me an easy one and you won't have anything to make fun of me for i won't have to say eggs or legs or swiden <laughs> <laughs> just be the john brown 
And you're like, John, thank you, John Brown. Thank wow. you. God damn it. <laughs> directed by Stephen Posey. Uh, this was the only episode he directed, but he has also directed two episodes of Xena, Warrior Princess, and some other things. But cool. that I just found a little bit more relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your prediction from last episode is that Angel will come back, but not often. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin slash mini me as you called him <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> the uh anointed one mm-hmm. becomes more annoying and he is the bad guy buffy fights in the season finale i was trying to think of a pun for like annoying and anointed one like annoy annoying the annoying one, one? the annoying <laughs> yeah, the annoying one <laughs> how about that <laughs> yeah, it's not bad i mean it's right on the nose but yeah <laughs> <laughs> the annoying one <laughs> Maybe that, that, I wonder if somebody, I mean, that feels like a, that feels like a real Buffy or Xander thing to say at some point. So we'll yeah. see, we'll see if that comes back. Um, Giles and Buffy's, you also predicted that Giles and Buffy's mom awkwardly go on a few dates. <laughs> Buffy doesn't like it and it doesn't work out. I love every episode is me trying to figure out when Giles is going to actually going to hook up with somebody in town. <laughs> and this, this episode is no different, but we'll get into that once we get there. <laughs> okay. Um, and just one, you, you had a lot of like long-term predictions, but yeah. one that you had um, more recently is that a revolving door of guest actors uh, will play different principles. Um, mm. And two episodes later, there's still no principal. Still so. no principal. No mention of. No idea who's running this school. Nobody's even talking about Flutie's uh, dismissal or death. Yeah, they're just well, you know, they move on just like they moved on after uh, after what's his name died. What was the what was Xander and Xander and Willow's friend Jesse? Oh yeah, Jesse. Jesse died. Uh, yeah. They don't talk about that at all. No, Xander kicks a trash can and then they move on. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, very upset. <laughs> All right, so let's dig into the episode. Yeah. This episode is very, very 90s. So, very you know, 90s. It's, it's 97, or I guess probably, you know, when they're filming this, 96. Um, mm-hmm. And computers are starting to actually become personal um, in that, you know, an increasing number of households have them and students are learning to use them in school and computer labs. Yep. Um, according to the U.S. Census, 37% of homes in the U.S. had at least one computer in 1997, um, and that shot up to 42% in 98. Wow. 18% had internet access in 97, and that went up to 26% in 1998. By 2000, so only three years after this episode aired, mm-hmm. 51% of homes had a computer and 42% had internet. So... Of course, Buffy's got to tackle computers and, you know, have a cautionary tale about computer usage. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally. The episode opens up in Cortona, Italy, which is a real place. It's a little hilltop town in Tuscany. Ooh. Um, In 1418 with a demon asking a man named Carlo if he loves him. Carlo says he loves him and the demon snaps Carlo's neck. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to say... The demon makeup on this guy is really good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. I don't, you don't know. You don't agree? I think it's pretty good. But it looks I thought it was really I good. I don't know. I guess it's yeah, I guess it's good. <laughs> For the nineties? <laughs> like yeah. it didn't to me it didn't like to me I felt like you could take that guy, you could take that demon, put him in something today, and it would it would fit. Yeah. I think it just looked a little too cliche for me. 
Mm. Like okay. demon, a little like too demony. Yeah, like that's that's what a kid draws. <laughs> yeah, like if you're gonna draw in your notebook what a demon might look like, be like, yeah, that that guy, you know, like give, give me a little something original, you know. I guess well, that's what is... they do later on in the episode. But even that, I was like, eh, what's what's up with this? Well, this is the first time we're seeing a demon. That's true. so keep that in mind. You know, okay. maybe they wanted to. You know, maybe they had a kid, Joss Whedon's nephew, someone I don't know draw yeah. a demon uh-huh and that and, th- and he had it on his fridge and he's like you know what this is it this it's is going the in the show demon. this show is never going to be sold anyway so i'll put <laughs> whatever i want in this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well whatever i think it looks good yeah um so then we cut to some monks so we're still in italy 1418 mm-hmm. cut to some monks gathered one of them is holding a big old book and saying in subtitles it's Moloch, the corrupter. He walks again. More and more people have fallen under his mesmerizing power. There is still time to bind him. We must form the circle. They form a circle with the book-holding monk in the middle. Moloch explodes into balls of light. Ooh, they're playing, then... they playing monk in the middle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, <Stupid>. okay. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Sorry for that. (laughs) Move along. Moloch explodes into little balls and fragments of light and then gets sort of like put into the book um, and is kind of like written into the pages of the book. So all of a sudden these words or symbols, yeah, Yeah, hieroglyphs appear (laughs) in the book. The monk says, pray that this accursed book is never read again, lest the demon Moloch be loosed upon the world. Mm-hmm. And he puts it in a box, puts the book in a box. Right. And then we cut to Buffy opening opening up the box with the Moloch book inside. Giles says he hasn't gone through it, but it can go into a pile for Willow to skin it. <laughs> so we're in the library at this point, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thrown off, like I missed something because there were so many characters in the library all of a sudden. Yeah. And they all had computers, and there was a bunch of computer nerds, and some of them were very intense. <laughs> Super intense. <laughs> like Fritz. No, Fritz is real intense. Yeah. yeah. So Miss Calendar corrects Giles and says, scan it. Not, mm-hmm. you know, not skin it. And then she said, oh, I know our ways are strange to you, but soon you will join us in the 20th century with three whole years to spare. Giles calls a... Con- <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It's sometimes i don't really like grasp what the like, so it's written too intelligently it's for just you. so smart just the writing so i just <laughs> it just washes over me when i watch it sometimes and then yeah. hearing you recite it back to me is like when it actually like hits me i'm like mm. <laughs> interesting <Yeah>. writing okay <laughs> go ahead <laughs> Um, Giles calls the computer an idiot box and Miss Calendar is like, no, the TV is the idiot box. Um, yeah, everybody knows that, Giles. Yeah, come on. Um, and then Super Intense Fritz says the printed page is obsolete. Information isn't bound up anymore. It's an entity. The only reality is virtual. If you're not jacked in, you're, you're not, not alive. alive. And then he just like gets up and storms out. Yeah, he's very he's intense. Very passionate. I appreciate the passion. Passionate. Yeah, the technical, you know, uh, geekery. Yeah, but who says you're, if you're not jacked in? Nobody says that. Somebody who's no, really pumped up about computers. I don't think everybody has computers. ever said that. He's really pumped up about computers and the net and the future is bright, you know? Mm, this Fritz know. guy, you know, he had a lot going for him. He's on the Fritz to me, I think. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, he's creepy. I feel like, you know, they should keep an eye on him. Yeah. But then it's funny because Miss Calendar is kind of like, he's a little intense, you know, but yeah. so, like, thanks for making us all look crazy. Mm-hmm. And then she's, you know, she kind of is like to Giles, you know, more email was sent in the last two years than regular mail. And then she calls uh, the class a wrap. But Willow says that she'll hang around for a bit. She asks Xander for help, but he's more interested in running after Buffy, of course. And Giles holding a book says, I'll be back in the Middle Ages, indicating that he's going to go put a book back in the Middle Ages section. But Miss Calendar says, did you ever leave? So I like Miss Calendar. <laughs> she's yeah. sassy. We've never met her before, right? Nope. This she's is the first new. time? Okay. So Willow scans in the Moloch book. And as she does, the words on the pages disappear. But she's too busy looking at the screen to notice that the words are just, or the hieroglyphs, as you said, are disappearing off the page. Yeah. And when they're uh, disappearing off the page, it reminded me of a show from the 90s called Ghost Rider. Did you ever watch Ghost yeah. Rider? Yeah. I oh remember my God. It was, that was very Ghost Rider when like a ghost would write yes. in the book or the journal or whatever. And then yes. they'd have to follow clues or something. I don't remember the show. But I don't it remember. Just, like, I vaguely remember about as much as you do. Yeah. But that's what it reminded me of. Like, ooh, very Ghost Rider. But like, it's the opposite. Right. It's It's disappearing all the words. You know, I heard that you could use your urine to oh. write mess- messages in on paper and then you shine it over a light and then it shows up. Just go ahead and cut this part. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm going to have to look it up. Someone's going to prove me wrong and just be like, you know, no, it's only... You know, the urine of corgi dogs or something crazy Sammy specific. after the podcast. Dear Mythbusters, I tried <laughs> writing in my notebook in urine thinking that it was going to be strictly confidential. Dear, Myth- <laughs> Dear Mythbusters, this is my 20th email to you. <laughs> after you didn't write me back about the lost plane debacle. I am now uh, peeing in my notebooks trying to see if I can conceal secret notes to myself. <laughs> okay i'm just gonna go ahead and move right on from that okay uh blank a black screen appears after willow is scanning the book um black screen appears on her computer with white text that's typed out where am i guys guys where am i where am i charlie now, charlie are you in it's the charlie. computer <laughs> <laughs> that's what i thought of I'm like, I know it's not Charlie, but like as soon as I saw that, that's what popped in my head. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy if the shows somehow tied together and you and I didn't see it coming? It would be the best thing. Yeah. It would be the best thing. I mean, there's already been a couple of close ones. You know, we had we had cadavers in one in Buffy and and, Mm -hmm. uh, Jack finding a coffin. Right. In Lost. We had, uh, you know, we've got. The Razorbacks and as the Sunnydale High mascot, and they're the killing Razorback boars on mm-hmm. the Lost Island. So there's a couple crossovers. A couple crossovers. Yeah, I don't think anyone who's in Lost is in Buffy though. But you never know. We'll have to, you know, we'll just have to keep watching. So back from the intro, Willow is walking in a dreamy love daze as Buffy tries to get her attention at school. 
Buffy asks what was up with Willow's line. She tried calling her like a million times. So she has dial up. For our listeners, too young to remember, before we had DSL and cable internet, we had dial up internet, which used your phone line to connect to the World Wide Web. And a phone line, for those who don't understand, (laughs) is a hard line (laughs) of which you would have to actually subscribe to a company and the line would actually have to connect like a wire. Oh, yeah. Copper wire would physically connect to a big chunky phone. I didn't even think about explaining phone lines. Yeah. Good call, Pat. Yeah. Yeah, So, but basically you couldn't be on the phone and the internet at the same time. That internet was so slow. I mean, it was great at the time because it was better than nothing, which is all we had before. Can you imagine trying to stream? I mean, it just, you couldn't. couldn't. couldn't There's no way. There's no no way it would happen. There's no streaming anything, really. Yeah. Yeah, there's like... You couldn't even pictures. play video games you could, like, online. You click a picture and it would take like 26 seconds to load. You'd yeah. Like, line by line. Those were the days that you'd be like, okay, I'm going to go to this website. And then in the meantime, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to get myself a snack. And then I'm going to come back and the website will be loaded. Can right. you imagine dealing Ugh. with that today? I cannot imagine. Oh. Mm. Thank goodness but it's better for than DSL. Books. What? What? Oh, okay. So you're a... You're a Miss Calendar in this situation. Yeah. I'm a I'm a staunch Giles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sort of in the middle. I like books. Yeah, I, I mean, look, <laughs> I got some behind me. Yeah, wow. Those yeah. are real books. Doesn't mean I actually Have read you ever them. opened them? No, no. <laughs> they're, not just, once. They're, they're not even real books. They're just like <laughs> It's just a facade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just now for all I know that's a painting back yeah. there. <laughs> or a photo of books. This is a that virtual background actually. <laughs> It's the messiest, oh, you can do better stupid than that. <laughs> virtual <Come> background ever. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, internet was rough back then. Yeah. Um, Buffy says, you have a secret and that's not allowed. Uh, Willow says she met someone a week ago when scanning the books. Yeah. And Malcolm. Buffy says, does he go here? What's his name? Have you kissed him? What's he like? Willow says, no, Malcolm, no, and very nice. Hmm. Willow says he's smart and romantic. They agree about everything. But when Buffy asks what he looks like, Willow says, I don't know, which leaves Buffy looking puzzled. Yeah. And then in the computer lab, Fritz and a student named Dave are looking (laughs) super intense. And Dave says to the screen, yes, I will. I promise. Then Buffy and Willow enter, still talking about Willow's mystery man, Malcolm. Buffy says, so you've been seeing a guy and you don't know what he looks like. Okay, this is a puzzle. No, wait, I'm good at these. Does it involve a midget and a block of ice? I had no idea what she was talking about here, so I had to look it up. Okay. <laughs> and of course, the good people of Reddit, you know, had the answers. Right. It's it's actually two riddles that were popular at the time. She's combining mm. two of these riddles. So one is, every day, a man who lives on the top floor of an apartment building takes the elevator down to go to work. But every night, he takes the stairs up. Why? Takes the elevator down, but the stairs... But when he comes home from work, he takes the stairs up. Why? Because... I know you can do this. Does it have to do with a block of ice? I can see it in your eyes. No. Not this one. Mm. No. Okay. So a man... (laughs) Do you want me to to say Buffy's line again? (laughs) Man, those wheels are really turning. I like riddles, <laughs> but usually I can never solve them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to just tell you? I just like you? to puzzle over them. Or are we going to 
sit here for 20 minutes. <laughs> All right, fine. Just tell me. <laughs> um, so he has dwarfism and he can reach the first floor button, but not the top floor button. Oh, yeah. I so he can reach that. the first floor when he's <laughs> going down. That takes a lot of steps of thinking. I would have never gotten there. Yeah. Well, that's why he takes the steps. Right. Going that back. That makes sense. Home. Okay. So then the second riddle is a man commits suicide in a room with nothing but a length of rope and a puddle of water. How did he do it? He stood on a block of ice and it melted. Yes. Yeah. That's Which, a slow, long death. Yeah. That's not going to really work. That's no. not. You don't want to do that. So... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but those are the riddles. It's not the, the recommended riddles. way to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, not by hanging anyway. Not yeah. if, I mean, that's that's not how it works. All right, let's not go down this road. It's too let's dark. Let's not go down this road. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, those are the two riddles that Buffy's referencing when she says, does it involve a midget and a block of ice? Because I was just like, I got to know what this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to know what this is. Okay. Well, thanks um, for looking into that because yeah. I didn't know what she's talking about. The only thing that hit me was, ooh, can't say midget anymore. Yes. So that's why the thing that I found on Reddit says he has dwarfism. Right. So that's a nice way of putting it. Yes. Um, Willow says that she met this guy online. Um, then she turns on the computer and she has an email from Malcolm. You Buffy... have mail. That There's a nice happen. long pause in between. That... Does that happen yet? I know it happens later. I can't remember if that yeah, happened. Yeah, it, it happens point. right there because I wrote it down. Yeah, you can't say you've got mail because that's an AOL right. trademark. You have mail. I don't even know if AOL was around at this point. Oh, yeah, it was It was around. With we all the AOL. CDs. All the CDs. Buffy urges Willow to slow down and asks, you know, she's like, what do you really know about this guy? Yeah. And then, you know, the, the webcam is being controlled and someone is looking through the webcam and, you know, like looking at, Buffy and Willow, so we can kind of see them through the webcam. Yeah, that webcam looked like homemade too. Looked like a paper mache webcam. <laughs> it's like all jankety. It's I like mean, a it's a public with school, a so in it. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does look like a baseball. That's how they looked, though. Yeah. They were like super round. Right, but that one was extra janky. Yeah, a computer in the other room opens up Buffy's school records. Um, right. It looks like it's in, an, in another room anyway. Mm -hmm. The file is then opened up on Fritz's computer with a message that says, watch her. And Fritz is just like, okay, yeah. digital darkness. <laughs> digital darkness. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Buffy is still warning Willow to be cautious and that looks do matter. And she's like, you know, what if you guys get, you know, really intense and then you find out that he has a hairy back. Buffy being uh, very surface level again. She's being yeah. very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Shallow. Shallow. <laughs> so Willow says, he doesn't talk like somebody who would have a hairy back. <laughs> Which I was like, what does that sound like? <laughs> Is this something that girls actually worry about? Men with hairy backs? I don't Boys think I ever worried about it. I yeah, don't think I, don't I ever think... worried about that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. And anyways, that stuff doesn't matter when you really care about each other. Maybe I'm not his ideal either. And Buffy goes, hey, I'm just trying to make sure that he's good enough for you. I think it's great that you met someone. Mm. I get what Buffy's saying. Like maybe in high school, it doesn't matter so much. But like, or maybe, I don't know. But like, you know, you still need to be semi-attracted to 
a person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And, you know, in high school, they're probably not really thinking that, but there still needs to be some level of attraction. And I don't think Buffy, like, knows how to say that without it coming off as a little bit shallow, but yeah, I think that's attraction a big part of a relationship. On, on different levels, too, because you can be physically attracted to somebody, like, looking at somebody and being like, oh, yeah. But they, yeah. you can also just be, like, really drawn to somebody, be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm just drawn to their their sense of humor or, yeah, or you know, their personality, something like that. So maybe that would override the looks, but it, it probably depends on the person. Because I'm sure it's a ratio for a lot of people. Yeah, right. I mean, because you could be super attracted to someone in a physical way and then their personality blows. And then you're like, you know what? I can't make this work. Yes. That happens a lot too. That happens a lot. Because, you know, when when you look really good, you don't have to have a personality to get by most of the time. Sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, you can get pretty far. Right. But I That's think... why you and I have great personalities. <laughs> because why? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just going to move on. Okay, Miss Calendar approaches Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Calendar approaches Fritz and observes that he and Dave are clocking a pretty scary amount of computer time. And uh, Fritz says it's for a new project. She says, will I be excited? And he goes, you'll die. <laughs> Fritz is so intense. What the He's, hell? He is the ultimate brooder. Yeah. You mean more than Owen? Oh, he's brooding much harder than Owen. What Owen's, about Angel? Owen's like a dumb dumb brooder. He's just like, Duh. but what about like, Angel? Oh, Angel's pretty hard brood, but he's like sexy brood. Yeah. But like Fritz is like hardcore, creepy, straight brood. up creepy brood, <laughs> which is like the ultimate brood. <laughs> What's the wait? The ultimate brood, like in a bad way or a good way? Like, I mean, if like you're brooding, you want to, you want to, you want to like, be like be brood, the ult. Brooding has like a bit of darkness to it, right? Yeah, sure. So I feel like the darker the brood, mm. the 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 more authentic the brood, right? Mm-hmm. The better brooder you are, the darker you are, right? Like yeah. Sweeney Todd, Sweeney oh. Todd, always brooding, very, very dark. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's the he's the the best brooder. So where so, would you put Fritz on the level of between Angel, somewhere between Angel and Sweeney Todd? Like Sweeney Todd is all the way at the end? Yeah, Sweeney Todd's the ultimate brood. Fritz is okay. one rung below that. Okay. Okay. And Angel's maybe another rung below and Owen's like Angel's four like two or three. Down. And then like Owen's barely brooding. All right. Well, I think we should um should make a scale to a show this scale? level of brooding. Yeah. Yeah. Brood brood scale. It could be a poster that we could sell. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where down. would you put yourself on the brooding scale? Oh, it depends on my mood. <laughs> because some days I don't brood whatsoever. Are you in whatsoever. the mood to brood? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a bumper sticker we could sell. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm brooding more tonight than normal. Oh. I have a level of brood, right? Yeah. I, I could see that. Sure. Look at this brood face. Wow, that is that's a brood face. <laughs> do Extra women brood, brood or do is it a ma- uh, just a man thing? No, there's brudettes. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. It's not restricted to men. I think we're just going to need to see an example at some point of a brooding female and we'll Yeah, point we'll find out. one. Definitely in this show at some point. Darla yeah. probably broods pretty hard before she well, got dusted. Yeah, she's not brooding anymore. Mm-mm. 
All right, so out in the courtyard, that beautiful Sunnydale High courtyard. Yeah. Uh, a kid with what I can't believe is a laptop, <laughs> it's but not, must this be is, a laptop. This is not a laptop. This is like a, this is a word processor. Okay. This is barely a laptop. But it, I mean, it, that's like, didn't what even it have was. A screen. It had like a little flip up digitized screen. Where it's, yeah. like a, it's like a speak and spell. It's like a Mr. Spell. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Well, he goes, "Hey, this isn't my report," and he like starts reading about how Nazi Germany was a well-ordered yeah. society. And I'm like, "Who are you talking to?" He's talking to his word processor, his speaking spell. His speaking spell. It's also a listen and spell. It's like, yeah. okay, I hear you. Nazi Germany was a well-ordered society. He's like, no, dude. So I wrote, good thing he checked that before handing it in. Yeah. Um, Xander, <laughs> always got to check your work. Xander catches up with Willow, who turns down going to the bronze for a night in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? I wrote, turns down going to the bronze for a night in with Willow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, She's that's accurate. She's a night in with herself. She does have a night in with herself and the yeah. computer. <laughs> I think I meant to write Malcolm there. Oh, yeah. Uh, he asks Buffy, and before she can answer, he gets all mopey, and he says that she probably has important slang to do, and he complains that everybody deserts him. Yeah, he's a little um, jealous. He's a little jealous. Then he also expresses concern over Malcolm, saying that anyone can say that they're a high school student or anyone they want. I can also say that I'm an elderly Dutch woman. Get me? I mean, who's to say that I'm not if I'm in the elderly Dutch chat room? Right. Yeah, he's worried about her getting catfished. Yes, right. They didn't have a turn for it back then, but that's what it was. Yeah. So Buffy starts panicking, and then she kind of scolds Xander for getting her started, you know, about freaking out. Yeah. And they kind of walk off. Yeah. Then we cut to the computer lab where Fritz is staring at a computer screen <laughs> repeating, I'm jacked in. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> so he crazy. keeps repeating, I'm jacked in, I'm jacked in, I'm jacked in. <laughs> and he's cutting fuck? an M. He's cutting yeah. an M into his arm. He's cutting an M into an in his, in his arm. Yeah. That's hardcore. Only, As... only hardcore brooders would <sighs> do that. Yeah, that is some intense brooding. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, Willow breezes into school late, fifth period late, not just like twenty minutes late. You know, to not you know to not go to homeroom class or something. Right. But very unWillow. Fifth period late, very unWillow. She says she overslept because she was up late talking to Malcolm, who she yeah. now refers to as her boyfriend. Right, my boyfriend. Uh, and then Willow is bummed that Buffy isn't happy for her. Buffy says she just wants Willow to meet him face to face in daylight in a public place with some friends. And Willow says, Malcolm and I really care about each other. Big deal if I blow off a couple of classes. And Buffy said, I thought you overslept. Yeah. So she called Willow. Doesn't hold up to your story there, Willow. Mm mm. Willow, Mm-mm. what is going on? She's in love with Ugh. a computer demon. Well, ho! I mean, I'm just guessing. Buffy enters computer lab where Dave is totally into what he's doing on the computer, not paying attention to anything. He jolts when Buffy touches him. She like tries to get his attention a couple times and he doesn't answer. So she touches him. Dave is intense. He's yeah. Not as like, not like I'm jacked in intense, but no, he's like, he's more like freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She asks if that, if you can, um, 
trace a letter. She keeps saying letter, but she means email uh, <laughs> to the actual location of a sender. Mm-hmm. And then she starts to say that she's worried about Willow. And then Dave becomes super serious and tells Buffy to leave Willow alone, that it's none of her business. Yeah. Buffy asks if Dave is Malcolm. And he says, of course not. And then he d- dismisses her. As she leaves the lab, we see Fritz looking mighty pissed. Uh, so like we didn't <laughs> see Fritz, Fritz. does. Yeah. We didn't see him before. But then like once she leaves, we, you know, the camera pans over. Sure. I don't, I don't know what angle it goes but it looks over and we see fritz and he's looking pissed off Mm -hmm. so buffy brings her concerns to giles she's saying she says she's worried about willow but also dave fritz um they're all wicked jumpy giles says those boys aren't sparklingly normal as it is (laughs) uh he admits he he really doesn't know how to advise her on this because it's you know computers and that's not his realm Mm -hmm. Um, He says, things involved with a computer fill me with a childlike terror. Now, if it were a nice ogre or some such, I'd be more in my element. And then he suggests that she tail Dave. She's and Buffy's like, what? And dark glasses and a trench coat, please. But then she does exactly that. (laughs) She actually puts it on. (laughs) Another one of those fun smash cuts. (laughs) Nice smash cut there. Uh, So she follows Dave to some lab looking place called CRD. C-R-D. A security CRD. Uh, a security camera picks um, picks her up, so it like moves and sees you know yeah. Buffy. It zooms in and enhances. Yeah, zooms and enhances. Mm-hmm. Um, shows the footage to Fritz and then tells him to kill her, and he right. goes party, which <laughs> yeah. I feel like is a SoCal thing. I loved that. I was like, did he just say party? party? That's that not- like. That's I, not what Fritz would say, though. <laughs> maybe. He's crazy. He's also he's like... a wild card. He's semi-possessed, right? Like the, I don't know. Isn't like he possessed by the demon, or is he just, just enveloped by the digital darkness? I think he's enveloped by the digital darkness. Yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I don't think anyone here said party. I'm pretty sure that's a SoCal thing. Party. I mean... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't witness that. People said party on after yeah. like Wayne's World. Party on, schoolgirl. But not party by itself. Yeah. Party. Like I said, I think it's a Southern California thing. But anyway. Fr- Fritz has never been to a party. Let's be real. Hey, he maybe he's a, goes to internet parties. Maybe he goes right, to chat room internet. parties. Maybe he had land parties. Land parties. Yeah, total <laughs> land parties. I mean, that's all the internet was basically with lands. Yeah. <laughs> um, local area network. Got it. Boom. Man, you and Fritz would have hit it off. No. Yeah. Too weird for me. Too intense. But also slightly but mysterious. Also, well, he's got that. Uh, <laughs> he's got a little something something. I can't quite put my finger on <laughs> I think I could change him. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a nice project for me. <laughs> so so high school Sammy. Uh, at school the next day, Buffy tells Giles and Xander what she found. And Xander tells them that CRD stands for Calyx Research and Development. It's a computer research lab, third largest employer in Sunnydale till it closed down last year. And he's like, you know, everyone's kind of looking at him. He's like, what? I can't have information sometimes. And he knows all this because his uncle used to work there. 
Yeah. In a floor sweeping capacity, I believe is what he says. <laughs> yeah. Buffy Which is says, an honest job. Yep. Buffy says it looked pretty functional to her that her spider sense is tingling. So we got mm-hmm. another Spider-Man reference here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and Xander plan to break into CRD that night. Uh, Giles tries to warn them off the plan, but as he does, Miss Calendar walks in and observes, um, you know, says something like that, you know, Buffy and Xander must really like the library. And Buffy goes, we're literary. Xander goes, to read makes our speaking English good. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was like, really funny. She's like, come on, man. <laughs> that was Buffy really kind of drags him out of the library after that. <laughs> Xander putting his foot <laughs> in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, Willow is in the computer lab talking to Malcolm, who's uh, who now we can hear his voice. Yeah. Uh, and it's eerily similar to Hal from yes. 2001 A Space Which Odyssey. gets even deeper uh-huh. a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm makes reference to Buffy being kicked out of school, which gives Willow pause because she's like, I didn't tell him that. You know, how right. do you know That's that? That's what tips her off. She's like, there's something up with my computer boyfriend. Yeah. Malcolm. Malcolm. Uh, so she becomes suspicious and signs off. In the library, Miss Calendar and Giles are arguing about the attainment of knowledge. And Miss Calendar says, oh, you are a big snob. You think that knowledge should be kept in these carefully guarded repositories where only a handful of white guys can get at it. Which I thought was very interesting. This is one reason I like Miss Calendar. She's very clearly like feminist and liberal she cuts to the chase this miss calendar cuts to the chase yeah but it's also really to me i was like this is kind of interesting to think about the attainment of knowledge in the context of today right because like here we are in a pandemic schools are struggling with you know virtual versus in-person teaching during this pandemic time which is better for the kids which is better for their health and their you know um their development and one of the biggest issues that we're dealing with is not having the resources i.e not having a computer or high-speed internet or even a place at home where a kid can actually study and do homework quietly yeah and back then in 97 computers cost like as much of a as a car like it was really expensive to get one of these big dumb computers that were slow I don't know. It was just like kind of interesting thinking about that argument in the context of today, because like, yeah, of course, we want people to have access to knowledge and be able to attain it through the easiest method. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the easiest or most accessible method is a computer and the Internet. Yeah, I think it's getting easier and easier now just because things are more accessible and devices and tablets and phones are everywhere at this point. Mm -hmm. So I think it is getting a little bit easier, but you know everybody has different home lives too so just yeah remote learning in general uh adds just a lot of uh uh, restraints to certain people's lives just because of their home life yeah so i don't know just found that kind of interesting yep it's a it's a weird conundrum you know miss calendar is like we're we're creating a new society here and giles says a society in which human interaction is all but obsolete in which people can be completely manipulated by technology, well, thank you, I'll pass. Yeah. Which is also super interesting because Giles totally called it technology has isolated us. Like, yes. sure, it's brought us together and like here you and I are doing Zoom, right? It's also divided a lot but of us. But it's also divided a lot of us. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just really interesting. Like here's kind of like the dawn of 
of like personal computers and like internet and everything happening that we're watching. And like here, you know, now we're 23 years later and it's like a wild frontier. Frontier. It's a wild frontier. All right. Miss Calendar opens the Moloch book, finds that all the pages are blank. Giles sees the cover, becomes distracted, and walks into his office. Cut to the beautiful outside hallways, and we see a nurse talking to a man. We don't know who. And she says, I checked the computer, and there's nothing in his file about being allergic to penicillin. So we're starting to see, like, things happening with computers, you know? Yeah. This guy's report about Germany, yeah. the penicillin, like that's, you know, someone could die if they're allergic right. to penicillin and they're getting Also, it. not to go back to that guy on the stairs with his stupid speaking spell, <laughs> but what does he have, Wi-Fi? I mean, come on. How did, how, how did it get into his thing? He didn't have like a, like a modem line <laughs> plugged into his laptop. Laptop, oh. I'm going to put in quotes. That's Heavy a good point. quotes. That's a good point. Well, yeah. they they could talk about that kind of a little bit later, but you may yeah. have a good point, but I don't um, know. Buffy catches up with Dave, who apologized to her and, you know, is like, sorry for earlier. Not being myself. Yeah, haven't been yeah. sleeping or something. It tells And he tells her that Willow is looking for her, that she's in the girl's locker room, yeah. which is where all the things happen. That's where right. we found the dead body in the first episode. Yeah. I would never go in there just thinking it might be haunted. Yeah, Cordelia threatened Amy. Yeah, in in uh, the witch in dark place. Uh, witch, not the mm-hmm. witch. In the witch. Nope, just witch. No, um, it's the witch mm-mm. for sure. Uh, and then we see Fritz in <laughs> <laughs> in the a shower. black leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, so cool. That's only what the brooders wear. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean Angel had one. He gave it to Buffy. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't, you but can't. You, so that's how you know. You can't brood without your leather jacket. I guess not. But you know what? Remember I tried on a leather jacket and I sent you a photo when we were doing our photo shoot and I was like, I don't think I can pull this off. (laughs) Yeah, you tried. (laughs) I I guess I'm not a brooder. (laughs) No, brudette. So he, yeah, he turns on the shower and then uh, we see there are, you know, some snipped electrical wires on the floor um, where the water is getting kind of closer and closer to them. Mm-hmm. Then Dave warns Buffy in the nick of time. She's like going to turn off the shower, standing in the water. And she she kind of gets like blown off her feet. She gets by, zapped. She gets zapped. She does a big leap. Yeah, big old leap. Yep. Um, then uh, Dave heads back to the computer lab saying he can't do it. Yeah, he yells at the computer. He yells at the computer. The computer tries to convince him to follow through when he refuses. This is when the computer actually calls him Dave, which is his name. Yeah, but it yes. <laughs> so it's this is very 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. And when he refuses, uh, the computer writes a suicide note for him. And then we this see was... Fritz lurking in the background. This was very spooky. Yeah, so it got very dark. Yeah, that very was dark. That was pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to the library. Xander says he's gonna kill Dave for setting up Buffy. Giles brings out the Moloch book, explaining that demons used to be trapped in books where they would remain harmless um, unless the pages were read aloud. And, and Buffy's worried about her hair. Yeah, <laughs> Buffy's like, "How's my hair?" And Xander's like, "It's the best hair I've ever seen," or something. 
Unbelievable. Got her priorities. Yeah. Uh, uh, Giles says, unless I'm mistaken, this is Moloch the Corrupter, a very deadly and seductive demon. He draws people (laughs) to him with promises of love, power, knowledge, praise on impressionable minds. I think I was trying to type too fast, and I wrote Moloch the Destroyer. That is not correct. That is not correct. He's the corrupter. corrupter. Yeah. He corrupts, and then they destroy. Right. Fritz Uh, destroys. Fritz the Destroyer. Fritz is the destroyer. Fritz the brooder. Mm-hmm. Brooding destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they realize that the scanner read read the book and mm-hmm. therefore put Moloch into the computers. Buffy says, he's gone binary on us. Yep. He's everywhere because of the modem, the internets. Yep. In the computer that it was scanned into and then every computer connected to it by a modem. So this is where... You know, potentially the guy with the large quotes laptop got it on his computer because maybe at some point he connected his computer. Right. He did a little send receive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So even though at that moment he wasn't connected to the modem, if he if he ever connected to the modem at Sunnydale High. Yeah. There's Malcolm. Yeah, that's right. Moloch, I mean. They figure that they can get rid of it by deleting the file. Buffy finds a folder named Willow, tries to yeah. delete it. Just and, put it in the trash. Yeah, which is how you delete things on a Mac. That's true. Then Moloch pops up. We actually see him in a yeah. very pixelated video. Very pixelated. Like the, this old, the old, you know, green demon. Mm-hmm. Your picture of what a demon should look like pops yep. on the screen and says, stay away from Willow. It's none of your business. Right. Buffy kind of screams, and then Xander thinks they're overreacting. He's like, he's in a computer. What can he do? So Buffy and Giles kind of list off a few things. Buffy's, right. you know, you mean besides convince a perfectly nice kid to try and kill me? I don't know. How about mess up all the medical equipment in the world? Giles says randomize traffic signals. Buffy says access launch codes for nuclear missiles. And then Giles says destroy the world's economy. Yeah. Um, so then they're like, all right, you know, Xander's like, okay, I'm on board. This is bad. Yeah. So they decide to try and find Willow. Uh, Buffy goes to the computer lab and all the computers turn on yeah, and then she turns cool around moment. and she bumps into Dave. Dave's a swinging. Who's hanging with a suicide note on his note on his tummy. No puddle of water below him. Nope. Uh, so she returns to the library to tell Giles and Xander. She tells Giles to find a way to get Moloch out of the net. Giles says he has records of ceremonies, but they're all for demons of the flesh, you know, um, flesh right. and blood demons. And Buffy's like, well, get Miss Calendar to help and yep. or, you know, know figure it out. Then Buffy and Xander leave to go to Willow's house. Then we cut to Willow coming home. Uh, she co- goes into her bedroom. Her computer says she has mail. She you sees have this from Malcolm. Mail. You have mail. And the note from Malcolm says, no more waiting. I need to. I need you to see me. Yeah. She turns off the computer because she's still kind of, you know, freaked out. Yeah. She needs she's a little like, space. Yeah. He knows too much. Yeah. So she turns off the computer, but then it turns back on and again says she has mail. Her doorbell rings, goes down to check it, but no one is there. She turns away. And Fritz does the old chloroform napkin trick. <laughs> it's so funny. Again, with the notes, I wrote, Fritz pulls the old chloroform gag. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. classic. Classic chloroform gag. I mean, I guess he doesn't say, hey, does this smell weird? You know, like he just right. does it. But yeah, still. Yeah, sneaks up on her. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Miss um, <laughs> <laughs> Calendar. So we cut to Miss Calendar entering Giles's office. He struggles. He's like struggling with like, try, like kind of beating around the bush on how to tell her that there's a demon in the internet. But then he just kind of comes out and says it. Mm-hmm. And she says, I know. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, then yeah. Buffy and Xander arrive at Willow's where her door is open, but no one is home. They right. see the email on her computer and they decide to go to CRD. CRD. Back in the library, Giles asks how Miss Calendar knows about the demon on the internet. And like, you know, she's kind of like, come on, there have been portents for days. I mean, power surges, online shutdowns. You should see the bones I've been casting. Then she la- then launches into a very Giles-like monologue about yeah. what it might be. Giles tells her it's Moloch and she's like, oh, okay. She kind of seems to know exactly what he's talking about. And he goes, uh, you don't. You don't seem exactly surprised. You know, who are you? She says, I teach computer science at the local high school. And he says, a profession that hardly lends itself to the casting of bones, which if you don't know, is a real form of scrying or divination where you take a handful of usually small animal bones and you kind of like shake them in your hands like dice and like throw them again like dice um, and you read them based on their landing placement. I don't know anything about this. I've never done it myself, but I just, I know that it's a thing. So anyway, Sounds that's, like you've done it. I haven't done it. I'm, I'm not into keeping animal bones around. And you throw them and you it's say Yahtzee. <laughs> Yahtzee. I love Yahtzee. <laughs> I am so good at Yahtzee. I know it's a game of pure chance and no skill, but... I seem to be lucky with Yahtzee. Uh, not so much with bone casting, though. Okay, so you have played. No, I haven't. I really haven't. It's like, Damn. like have you ever seen... Um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Liar's Dice? <laughs> Pirate's yeah, Dice? That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, that's a great game. No, I was thinking like runes. You know, like, have you ever, I'm sure you've seen a movie or a TV show or something where they've got runes and they shake them and toss them no i mean runes have actual like symbols and meanings on them but anyway that's that's what bone casting is okay just in case you were curious i know you weren't but um, i wasn't but that's i feel educated so thank you you're welcome um so you know miss calendar is like wrong and wrong snobby you think the realm of the mystical is limited to ancient texts and relics that bad old science made the magic go away the divine exists in cyberspace, same as out here. And so Giles says, are you a witch? And she goes, no, I don't have that kind of power. Techno-pagan is the term. That's like you. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I have never, ever used the term techno-pagan, nor have I ever heard anybody else use the term techno-pagan. <laughs> I like it, though. To me, I just think of witches dancing to techno music. <laughs> we've got like you know around a cauldron sticks yeah. <laughs> uh no i think she's referring to like she kind of we kind of learn a little bit more about this later but basically like oh uh, like a witch you know rather than like a witch coven meeting in person like they can meet over the internet kind of right. thing they just meet online uh, so Giles is pretty much just grateful that she that like, you know, he now has someone who can understand and help him. Um, yeah. Buffy calls Giles from a payphone. So that that was a thing that's obsolete now. I love seeing payphones in media. 
I do. I'm I just feel like, like there's still some out there. There are. It's a rare find. There's one in my town. Yeah? It's like inside the town hall. Oh, like a little phone booth? I don't even know if it's a phone booth. I think it's just like hanging up on the wall there. Throw a quarter in the slot, you know. <laughs> like, like it's hanging up like a relic, you know, like it's in a museum kind of a thing. Like, oh, no, this no, no. is what payphone used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's roped off. You can't touch it. Please don't touch the payphone. I miss them. Do you? you Will you use payphones a lot? No, I just like like the idea of a phone booth. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, but I never I like saw the it. idea that there's a, a small private space of which you can go in, you can change your outfit like Superman would. Yep. Mm-hmm. You could just have some a moment to yourself. Yeah. You know? Just take a breather. Stay out of the rain. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make a phone call. I like I like small spaces. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah. You're not claustrophobic? Like not if you were in a small space? I am the opposite of claustrophobic, where the idea of getting into a small space excites me. Oh. Strange, huh? So you're... Cla- uh claustrophilic <laughs> well let's not put it that way because that makes it seem weird no that's what that's <laughs> like what it what? is like hy- hydrophilic is water loving right You're claustro- but i still don't like the term <laughs> claustrophilic because you associate it with like, like it has a sexual connotation to it because like, of... when i get into a small space i love it <laughs> <laughs> Pats, this episode <laughs> alternate title is going to be Digital Darkness. Digital Darkness and Pat's love of small spaces. <laughs> <laughs> People be like, what the hell is this podcast? I got to write that down. All right. Anyway, Buffy's at a payphone. She calls Giles to check in. She tells him that Willow wasn't at home and that they should hurry in getting Moloch offline. Willow wakes up in a lab where Fritz and a scientist are standing nearby and a computer lights up. There's a voiceover. Welcome, my love. I can't tell you how good it is to see you with my own two eyes. And then a robot clamps onto the computer, and it's Moloch the robot. Demon. So he was a robot. Yeah. Or now he, was he a robot. is. Yeah. Okay. Now he is. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Oh, why? You didn't think he was a robot? Well, he looks like a demon slash robot. And I was like, yeah. what is this? It just looked like Power Rangers to me. It does definitely look like Power Rangers. I give you that. Yeah, like bad I, guy I, get, Power I guess I just called him a robot because he's in a metal box. Well, also the name of the episode is iRobot, Eugene, yeah, or something. Right. What is it? iRobot, you. Yeah, iRobot, Eugene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, so he starts talking about how great it is to have a body, mm-hmm. and then he just snaps Fritz's neck. That's <laughs> right, his, right in that's front his of move. her. Yeah. Show, show, just showing like, her how much he loves her. He's like, see that? I just kill Fritz. Yeah, he was on the fritz. He was definitely on the fritz. Dead. Buffy jumps over a fence gracefully, and then Xander not Xander so falls. much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just little, ah! little things, you know. Yeah. Uh, then we see Miss Calendar lighting some candles. She says they mm-hmm. have to form a circle. Yeah, very romantic. Um, and Giles is like, "There's just two of us. That we'll only form a line." And yeah. she's like, "No, we're gonna do it on the internet, dummy." <laughs> basically <laughs> right uh so she reaches out to her techno coven i just made up made up that term she doesn't say that to form right. a circle on the internet mm-hmm. willow is not having any of robot Moloch's shit no and he loves her he, he professes loves his love. her and she's yeah. like you don't love me you don't love anything 
something right. like that. And he's um, like, Buffy, I can see everything. Buffy punches out a security guard. Then um, she sees Willow and Robot Moloch on a on a security camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, alarms start going off, and some type of gas starts pouring into the room where Buffy and Xander are trapped. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Miss Calendar and her fellow techno pagans um, for, are ready to form the circle. So Giles starts dictating the binding spell to Miss Calendar and she types it to her group. First, he says, Can't you stop Moloch by uploading some sort of computer virus? And then she says, You've seen way too many movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is great because that same year, here's a piece of trivia for you. Oh. Same year, 1990. Oh, wait, maybe it's not the same year. It's either 96 or 97. So the mm-hmm. year before was when Independence Day came out. Yeah. And if you remember at the end of Independence Day, I spoiler do. alert for Independence Day, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the way that they beat the aliens is Will Smith and who's the other guy? Jurassic Park guy. What's his name? I want to say Tommy Lee Jones, but that's the no, wrong alien movie. No, it's not Tommy movie. Lee Jones. <laughs> wrong alien movie. <laughs> it's MIB. <laughs> uh, Dr. Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Why is his name not coming to me? The Fly. The... Dr. You, Ian Malcolm. You want me to just IMDB it? Malcolm, mm. you say. Oh, God. This is going to drive me freaking insane i'm gonna imdb it and i'll give you a hint i won't tell you what it is i'll give you a just hint. just give me the first letter and i'll get it all right um oh what he was in it yeah no that's the president that's not who you're thinking of no not the president oh there's a statue of him temporary statue of him with his just chest me, out yeah give me the first letter of his name J. 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 Give me his initials. Jesus, this is driving me. I'm so old. JG. Not silver, but gold. Jason Goldenrod. Oh my God. Are you serious? I know. Oh my God. What is wrong with my brain today? Oh. When a. When um, leaves open up to make a flower, it is called. Oh. It blossoms. Another word is. Bloom. Gold bloom. John? <laughs> yep, it's definitely <James>? John. <laughs> Justin. Janice. <laughs> it's Janice Goldbloom. Yep. <laughs> All right, what's his name? No, you got to find it. You're so close. I've given you so many clues. Just picture Jurassic Park. I I know the whole movie. I know everything about Jurassic Park and Independence Day. I'm a huge Goldblum fan. Oh, sure. Except you don't even know his name. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't think of his first name. (laughs) This is driving me literally insane. I'm losing my mind right now. I know. It's fun to watch. Oh, you are not looking it up, sir. You are not looking it up. I can't do this anymore. It's, it's Jeff. My misery. It's Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. My God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Oh, uh, shame. Wow. Shame. That was something. 
Yeah, take it a breather. It was cold down here, and now I'm sweating. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. I'm so sorry. So, anyway, what did Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum do? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened was they uploaded a virus that was worth it. Okay. So, that's probably... So, they were probably referencing Independence Day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, although, I had the IMDb page open, and I did not check what year it was made. 96. That's my final answer. Yep, 96. Boom. Nailed it. At least you got that right. I just can't get Jeff. (laughs) Jesus. That was really funny. (laughs) That was not. I'm very (sighs) unproud of myself. All right. So Giles dictates the binding spell to Miss Calendar. Miss Calendar types it into her group. Willow tells Moloch to let her leave, that she she is not his. He gets sad, and he's just like, and then he's like, hmm? Moves on very quickly. Xander starts to pass out from the gas that's being put into the room that he and Buffy are trapped in. Um, Moloch puts his hand on Willow's head to snap her neck. But then he starts going haywire as the binding spell progresses. I like how while Giles is doing the incantations to kill the demon... And he's screaming like, I command you. And he's, he's the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> I like how he's getting louder and more passionate. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's not what you do. Yeah, but that's not really making any difference because uh, Miss Calendar just needs to type it in. So she's it's like, like, she's like, chill out, bro. And she's like, okay, Volume. I already have the caps lock on. Volume, Rupert. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Rupert. I'm trying to type. Well, the the um, computer starts like smoking and sparking and stuff. So maybe right. it is getting loud in there, you know? Maybe. Okay. No, he's so just he's like, like he's yelling really over the, into it. the chaos, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be kind of a lackluster scene if he was just sort of like, so I command you. Yeah. Make sure you capitalize the C there. Oh, just backspace. It's an M. <laughs> like if he was low key. Just yeah. low energy, it wouldn't be the same scene. You got to no. up the intensity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. it's an intense thing. Even if you're not right there with the monsters, it's intense stuff that's going on. True. Um. So Buffy, uh, jumps in, kicks Moloch, um, Bonk. but yeah, lands right <laughs> on the ground. She's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> that guy's made of metal. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Xander punches out the scientist guy, which I I was like very proud moment for xander there he's yeah. like I, I hit someone <laughs> yeah he's very proud of himself he had a moment yeah um miss calendar's computer sparks and starts smoking the screen is flashing um and you know Malik is out of the net but also not in the book uh-oh he's bound into his robot body he is uh so then buffy xander and willow are trying to escape from CRD, Moloch busts through a wall and knocks out yeah. Xander. Very Terminator. Yep. Willow grabs a diesel-looking fire extinguisher and starts hitting him. And she's mm-hmm. like, I think it's time we break up. <laughs> <laughs> Moloch tosses her to Xander, uh, goes to punch Buffy, but she ducks. Um, and he instead punches a circuit board, electrocuting himself and blown off his robot head. Yeah. Lots of electricity uh, gags in this episode. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Next day at Sunnydale High, Giles walks into the computer lab to thank Miss Calendar and return a piece of jewelry to her. She asks, you know, why he doesn't like computers. And he says, 
you know, he's basically like the smell. She goes, they don't smell. And he says, I know smell is the most powerful trigger to the memory there is. A certain flower or a whiff of smoke can bring up experiences long forgotten. Books smell musty and, 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 and rich. He's like 20 <laughs> ands. Yeah. Uh, the knowledge. is poetic. <laughs> yeah. The knowledge gained from a computer is, uh, it has no texture, no context. If it's it's there and then it's gone. If it's to last, then the getting of knowledge should be tangible, should be smelly. I'm with Giles on this. Yeah. Because I feel like Giles and I would bond over physical media. I'd mm-hmm. be like, hey, bro, you got to check out my DVD Blu-ray wall. He'd be like, yeah, yes, and then he'd be like, the do you have The smell of a Blu-ray. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I got books too, but it's much smaller uh, <laughs> shelf. And then he'd be like, you should see my records. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll see myself out. Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, Callender says, well, you really are an old-fashioned boy, aren't you? And he says, mm. well, I don't dangle a corkscrew from my ear. And she goes, that's not where I dangle it. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, like, what? I don't know what she's implying, but... Whew. Yeah. Buffy, Willow, and Xander are sitting by the fountain, thinking about going to the bronze. Willow is kind of moping, wondering what it says about her, that the only boy who's liked her turned out to be a demon robot yeah buffy counters that she's into a vampire and xander says the teacher that he liked was a praying mantis right which cheers willow up and then xander says that's life on a hellmouth buffy says let's face it none of us are ever going to have happy normal relationships and xander says we're doomed they all (laughs) laugh and then immediately get depressed (laughs) yeah and that's the end of that episode Hey, Pat, holiday shopping is coming up. Have you given any thought to gifts? Uh, don't remind me. I do have to do a lot of gift shopping, but perhaps you could help me with that. Maybe I could get some floripothecary items or something. Like some more whipped body butter or facial care stuff? Yeah, I got to tell you, that whipped body butter is the bee's knees. It keeps my hands so soft during the winter, and I recommend it to everybody. I definitely will get a few of those. And I got to get some of that acne stuff, too, because I'll tell you what, my face has been super clean. How, how can I get some of your stuff? Well, as you know, Pat, you can always shop online at floropothecary.com and I can either ship to you or ship directly to your recipient. And I can even do a nice little handwritten gift note for you if you'd like. We did that once for your mother-in-law for Mother's Day, I think. Yeah, I think it's a nice personal touch you always add to the packages. We're always excited to get the Floropothecary packages. Thank you. Um, but I also have my studio open select Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays uh, in Meriden, Connecticut. So if you're local to CT, you can always book a personal shopping appointment at floropothecary.com. If you don't know what to get for the natural beauty on your list, you can always get a gift card. Shop online or book a personal shopping appointment at floropothecary.com. And hey, even if you don't shop with me, shop local listeners. This was a rough year for small businesses, and we could really use your support this holiday season. Cool. All right, let's get into Lost. Lost Season 1, Episode 8, Confidence Man, originally aired on November 10th, 2004. This is directed by Tucker Gates and written by Jeffrey Lieber. Oh, a Jeff. A Jeff, yes. <laughs> Let's. I might cut out that whole section earlier. That was just so embarrassing. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So I'll we can make fun. To, we can make I'll fun of me and how I say down. things, but can't make fun of the fact that you don't remember <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I say Bastard. a lot of weird stuff too. You just don't call me out on it. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I'm a nicer person than you. I think you are. You, you have some more digital darkness than I do. Yes, that's right. Yes, it's just veiled by my yes, my digital darkness. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the episode Lost starts out with Hold Kate. Hold up. Hold what? up, Patty Oh, Wack. predictions. <laughs> did you just call me Patty Whack? Yes, I did. Knick-knack, Patty Whack. Give a dog a bone. Throw throw some bones. Throw some bones. Throw me a at bone. The wall. Yeah. So like I can do some scrying. My predictions What from... are you scrying about? <laughs> There's no scrying in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Quit being a scry baby. For scrying out loud. <laughs> I don't have any more. Okay. Okay. So my predictions were Claire, the Claire having her baby countdown, two yep. more episodes. Okay. Uh, so I said that last episode, I said there would be two more episodes. So after this one, it's one more. Okay. Um, And I said that I think we were going to get Saeed or Sawyer's backstory next. You were right. I was. I think that Locke is somehow possessed by the eye of the island. Um, mm-hmm. And I said that I don't think that Saeed is dead, but I also think that the person that hit Saeed is a new character we haven't met. Interesting. Okay. So, those were cool. my my predictions. Good predictions. Fun predictions. So Best this predictions. episode opens with Kate. She's uh, walking with a bundle of nanners on her back. Yeah. Which is I'm that what like, they were? That's what they looked like to me. I was like, the, um, how did you not find these before? Yeah, I was like, that's a lot of Chiquita, girl. Mm. So I thought they were either the nanners. In the refrigerator. <laughs> They're either those or plantains. Yeah. But plantains are smaller, aren't they? They are. Okay. So I think they are nanners. I think so, too. So she comes across a pile of clothes and a book. And it's Sawyer's because he's off swimming in the water all naked-like. Mm-hmm. He's skinny dipping. Mm-hmm. And he walks out of the water right in front of her. Yeah. So I look at, <laughs> I, I said out loud, okay, it's going to be Sawyer's backstory that we get in this episode. And Dave said, yeah. and backside. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> so then we get a flashback of Sawyer and he's uh, making love with a woman. And they talk about, how he has a meeting at 3.30 and he, he tries to rush out the room and he drops a suitcase full of He tries of to rush out of what? His room. He, so he tries to drink all of his, ru- his rum? No, he tries to walk out of his room. He's trying to walk out of a bottle of rum? Oh, excuse me. I meant to say he walked out of his room. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to add some Mrs. Doubtfire flair to it and I it sounds it. normal again. <laughs> Um, so he drops, hello, my room. He drops his suitcase full of cash. And then he says, you weren't exactly supposed to see that. Ooh, I just sound like McConaughey there. Oh yeah, you did. I'm going to take my shirt off. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. So Sawyer walks, uh, now we're back in the jungle. He walks through the jungle. He hears some crashing around and he stops and then he starts to run and then he finds Boone rifling through all his stuff. He doesn't like that. He does not like that. Uh, Jack is fixing Saeed's head, as Jack does. He loves all the medical stuff. (laughs) And Saeed tells Jack about the antenna transceiver action and how he got hit from behind 
but he didn't get a look at the person. He said, um, I didn't. So I think he says, I didn't get a look at the guy or the man. He, yeah. he makes reference to a man, which mm-hmm. made me think, I was like, calling it, it's not going to be a man. It's going to be a woman who hits Saeed. Okay. Maybe the because French it, woman. Because that's what the show does. It likes to, it likes to flip your expectations. Yeah, they're trying right? to red herring me, and I'm not having any of that red not herring. Not having it, huh? Okay. Mm-mm. I don't like fish. Uh, Yeah, someone broke the equipment, and Boone gets dragged into Jack's uh, cave infirmary at this point, his urgent care. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, what happened? And he's like, Sawyer. And then we get the the lost title right after that. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to a scene with Claire on the beach. Amazing after effects that you love so much. Claire on the beach with Charlie. Charlie brings her some water, and they chat as they do. They're so Um, cute. I want to see them get together. Charlie wants her to come to the caves and live with him. And Claire's like, I like the beach, Charlie. Well, and okay. He's not like, come live with me. And I want to take care. Like, it's not like a, a proposal to move in together, be boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, I yeah. feel like you kind of made it sound that way. It's not oh. like that. Yeah, that was not my intent. He yeah. wants her to move up to the caves and like live by herself in the caves. Right. But <laughs> I think just, closer to Charlie. He's just trying to protect her. Right. I'm trying to take I think care of her, but he, he he probably thinks that the caves are more safe, more mm-hmm. secure. Jack's up there, the urgent care's up there. So right. you know, urgent you wanna care. be you wanna be up there. Yeah. <laughs> right, because who's gonna deliver her baby down by the beach? Exactly. So and he mentions that. Claire, she's like, No, I like the beach and she's also still thinking that they'll get rescued, which Charlie doesn't seem to think that that is really the case. No, but point. he also, you know, doesn't he doesn't say anything. He doesn't wanna he, yeah, he doesn't, doesn't want to poo-poo all over her. Right, because we don't want to lose hope. Right. Boone tells Jack about Shannon's inhaler running out because of her asthma, which was kind of a secret because Shannon doesn't want anybody to know that she has asthma because it's a bad look. Apparently. so uncool. So uncool. You know, I have asthma, and it is kind of <laughs> it is kind of uncool when you're like just out of breath and you're like, I just got to grab my inhaler because... <laughs> Goddamn 80s and 90s movies made it like all the dorks had, yeah, had <laughs> the inhaler. Yeah, it was like, oh, hold on, my asthma. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take me puffer. Um, my uh, my mother and uh, younger sister have asthma. Yeah, and, and <laughs> so it looks this very episode... uncool when they use their inhaler. Yeah, so this episode was was pretty tough when I see Shannon like really struggling to breathe. Yeah. It's like I know that feeling. It's not a fun feeling. It really oh, no. sucks. It's the worst. So Boone thinks that Sawyer has the inhaler because he saw Soiler S- Soiler <laughs> Soylent Green. <laughs> he saw that Sawyer had uh the book Watership Down, which was Boone's um book. So Boone had the book within the suitcase or whatever that had yeah. the asthma so stuff. he so he's like you would have had to go and he would have had to go in my suitcase to get the book so he probably saw right. the inhalers because it was um because boone you know was like she never brings enough inhalers you know medicine yeah. so i always make sure that i bring in i was like oh right he's he's <laughs> always so taking sweet. care of shannon yeah yeah she treats him like such shit so this causes Jack to approach Sawyer, and they have an altercation. And Sawyer, you know, starts um, 
<laughs> starts telling Jack off as Sawyer does. He he says, you know, I don't know what you, what kind of rules you're you're running up there, your commie rules up in Cave Town, but down here, possession is nine tenths the law, or something like that. Yeah. And then we get a flashback. Sawyer is talking to the blonde girl again about using his hundred and forty thousand dollars to invest in oil or something. Mm-hmm. Someone else is going to go in on the deal with him to make three hundred thousand dollars, basically turn it into a million dollars. So the girl offers up. That always up, works. That always works. It's it's sound math. So the girl offers up her husband's money at this point. The woman. The girl. The woman. I can't She's say the girl. A, no, girl okay. implies She's a woman. young. You know. Okay. Don't say that. All right. The blonde woman. You're infantilizing her. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> Making her seem like a child. Okay. Infantilize <laughs> infant infant lies. Okay. All right, so the woman offers up her husband's money. There you go. Uh, now we're back on the island. Kate talks to Sawyer on the beach about what he wants for the inhalers. He's like, what do I want? Kiss how to do it. He wants a kiss. Yeah. Um, and then Kate kind of calls him out at this point. She's like, you know what? I don't buy your act, Sawyer. She's like, no one's that disgusting. And she talks about the piece of paper that he carries around in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Then he gets pretty mad and he pulls out the piece of paper and he basically yells at her to read it. And she reads it and it's written by a kid is what it seems. And it says, you had sex with my mother, then you stole my dad's money. And he got angry and killed my mother and himself too. One of these days I will find you and I'll give you this letter. And then he asks for his kiss again. He, She just sort of stands there like stunned. And then he's like, I didn't think so. And he walks away. So then we cut to Locke who's sharpening a steak. Yeah. He is sharpening a steak. Boom. He is. Crossover. Yeah. Crossover. Except Locke, there wasn't the any Locke the vampire steaks. slayer. Yeah. I have a note that says, oh shit, Sawyer. Yep, you are an ass. But I honestly don't know what that was referencing. I just say that about him a lot. I, I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, that's just your default reaction to seeing Sawyer's face I don't know now. if it was like him telling Kate he wanted a kiss or when it was oh, revealed yeah. that he was sleeping with a woman who was married. Um, right. Although I don't know It could if have been knew. any of these things. I don't know if he knew that she was married. It's definitely her fault as much as his, but mm-hmm. anyway. Yep. So Locke's a vampire slayer, and mm-hmm. then he uh, talks with Saeed. And he has a wild theory about, like, a delayed fuse or something. Sawyer could have hit Saeed and, like, had this master plan of, like, setting off this delayed fuse or something like that. I'm like, that seems kind of out there. Yeah, he says he could have used a cigarette to delay the lighting of the fuse. Because, you know, Saeed is like, there's no way he could have lit off the rocket and then come Come right, it's like two kilometers. Yeah. yeah, so so Locke is like, sure. Have you ever heard of delayed fuse? They have them on TV all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could have used a cigarette. Yeah, so I was kind of like, I don't know. Like that's an interesting theory, but I don't think it was Sawyer. And I, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not a fan of Sawyer, but I don't think it was him. Um, I don't think he's that crafty. Yeah, exactly. Although he is a con man, is what we found that's out. That's what we found so. out. But Who even knows? as a con man, he's not that crafty. I That's think people true. are just very stupid. Yeah. He's um, slick. Yeah. But he's not crafty. So I wrote, you know, my notes say maybe this is Locke's slash the island's way of trying to get Saeed and Sawyer to work out their issues. Hmm, maybe. Because I have that theory that, like, the island is trying to get them to work out their their traumas, their fears, mm. their issues. Yeah. 
And Maybe. because Locke is the island now, in my he's mind. What, he's one in the same? He's one. He is the island? He is the island. He's the one who's like, Jack, you need to go on this journey and find yourself. You know, Sawyer or Saeed, maybe it's Sawyer. Gotta yeah. confront him. He gives Saeed a knife, really nice knife, one oh, of yeah. his 400 knives. Yep. Then we cut to a scene where Shannon is struggling to breathe. She's having a pretty rough asthma attack. Jack approaches Sawyer and then he punches him this time. And Sawyer is <sighs> so sort of satisfying. <laughs> Sawyer asks for more. He's like, that all you got? And he doesn't he doesn't fight back. He's it's like he's all bark and no bite. Well, you know? Jack punches him twice. He does. And then Sawyer says, Is that all you got? Right. So back to a flashback. Sawyer is having a business meeting with a blonde woman and her husband. Uh, oh my god. His slicked back hair and suit. He's just like the so greasiest, sleaziest oh. dude. I thought oh. No. Yeah. It it was, I wanted to vomit everywhere. It was so gross. (laughs) So he plays it cool. He tries walking away from the deal, which of course makes the husband jump at the deal like, okay, fine, let's do it. Yeah. He's like, you take the money, bring it home and see, you know, hang on to it. Right. And he's like, you know what? Never mind. I already got a, I already got somebody lined up for this. And that's when the guy bites. Yeah. FOMO. Mm Mm-hmm. So we cut back to the beach. Charlie and Claire hang clothes and talk about craving peanut butter. And then Charlie says, when I get you peanut butter, you have to move to the caves. So she wants peanut butter. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There's not not much more depth to that scene. Nope. Uh, Shannon is not breathing at this point. Jack tries uh, talking her through the breaths, you know, sort of calming her down telling her about it being partially anxiety yeah so here you know he's a surgeon um he's a surgeon. but he also knows how to cure asthma and fight he's anxiety a attacks yep. so he's a real <laughs> jack of all medical trades oh snap ah. <laughs> is that the first time we've we've i think that, that is wow. i think that is okay i was surprised cool. too but yeah hurley says Wow, man, that was awesome. That was like a Jedi moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was cute. (laughs) Really, great. Saeed talks to Jack and tells him about the Republican Guard. Again, I feel like Saeed likes to drop this all the time. Like, I was in the Republican Guard. It's like, okay, we heard this. Did you know I was in the Republican Guard? Yeah, we got it. All right, man. We got it, yeah. (laughs) You're very tough. We understand. (laughs) Um, He says, give me five minutes with him. And Jack, he's like, Okay, sure. Yeah, I agree to these extreme measures. Why Mm -hmm. not? (laughs) Because, you know, uh, they own the island, so why not? Yeah. Hurley and Charlie walk through the jungle. Is that, wait, is that where Kate sees and she starts, she protests, or does that not happen yet? Because there's this one, there's one part where she says, if you do this. I think she does. And she doesn't finish her sentence. Yeah, so I wrote down. I think you're right. I wrote that down, and I was like, what, Kate? Like, if they do this, what? Like, Sawyer is willingly letting a girl die for no reason. So what? What are you going to do about it, Kate? So Like, you I was would... just kind of pissed at how, like, like judgy she was being at that moment. If you do this, well, what? You're a bad person? This comes down to, you know, what measures would you take to Do you get believe what you in need? torture? Right. Do you believe in torture? A moral question. So if you need to save somebody, is it worth torturing another soul? 
to save this other person. Um, now, let's remember, if you're thinking about the big picture, Shannon, she hasn't really brought much to the group. Yeah, you know? that's a good She point. doesn't have a lot going. Yeah. She has more going than Sawyer at this point, although Sawyer has, has contributed contribute a little bit here and there but he's he's also like he's like he takes one step forward then three steps back right he shoots himself in the foot a lot yeah yeah and he's always saying mean things yeah yeah he definitely doesn't have the personality for the island i mean i think if if shannon could step it up a little bit that'd be nice yeah but i think you know i don't know i mean did they need to jump directly to torturing him? Probably not. Yeah. But at the same time, they needed to do... I, the whole episode, I was like, why don't they just fucking look in his stash? Well, I think he has multiple stashes. Yeah. I think he has like that one that Boone was going through, which yeah. was probably the one that, that they had Kate already had found, found yeah, yeah. before in a previous episode. Yeah. But I'm sure he has a bunch of stores around the island. Yeah. You know, where like he just digs up a hole. Like a little squirrel. Yeah, a little survivor squirrel. Yeah. They are going to Too bad, torture him. Too bad the gun has used up its bullets, and too bad the handcuffs are destroyed. Yeah, I know. Way to go, Michael. Yeah, what the hell was that about, Michael? And the coffin is destroyed, too, from rage. <laughs> they, so couldn't, no they couldn't put him in the bed. coffin. <laughs> no comfy bed for Claire. <laughs> Or her baby. <laughs> oh, I thought you were, I thought that you were, where you were going with that was like, they couldn't just shut Sawyer in the coffin. Like, like yeah. the boo box and Hook. Oh, right. The boo box. That was the scariest part of Hook for me when <laughs> oh, I was a kid. Oh, I know. They Putting dropped scorpions. scorpions in. Yeah, I was like, that is my literal nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> That's, see, they could have turned the coffin into a boo box for Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys Not gonna do box. hurley just comes around the corner dude what are you guys doing with that coffin you gotta make a bed and then jack's just like we're gonna make a boo box didn't you ever see hook <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna like put people in there and like throw scorpions in that's that's correct <laughs> all right dude <laughs> all right dude i'll be over here <laughs> So, yeah, they go to Sawyer and um, Saeed knocks him out after saying, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Sawyer wakes up in the jungle and Jack now asks for the inhalers. And he basically says, like, it doesn't have to be like this. Sawyer's tied up to uh, some bamboo or some some kind of jungle trees. Tree or something, yeah. (laughs) Palm tree. And And then Sawyer responds with, yeah, it does. And then Saeed explains about the bamboo shoots being inserted under fingernails. You know, another torture uh, <gasps> method. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he starts to do that to Sawyer. Yeah. And Sawyer is basically just like, that's it. That's all you got. And then he starts egging him on. Jack tells Saeed to stop. Sawyer says, don't stop. I think my sinuses are clearing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so eventually, though, he gives in and he says... He says, fine, I'll tell. He says, but only to her, Mm -hmm. to Kate. Right. Flashback, Sawyer plays pool with someone uh, who he owes money to. And the guy basically just says, have my money at 50% tomorrow. Kate approaches Sawyer, who's tied up, and he asks for his kiss again. And she agrees this time. And she... (laughs) 
I was so disappointed in game. I know, I know. I was like, I I was thinking about you the whole time uh, during this. (laughs) Just like, I wonder what how Sammy's reacting to this scene. I was not reacting well. Is how I was reacting. So my here's my thing. Like, okay, I I like to know people's motivation, which is Mm. why when I talk to people who are irrational, I can't handle it. It just cannot deal with irrational people yeah so my whole thing is okay sawyer's an ass putting that aside what is his motivation why is he being an ass to them why isn't he just telling them where you know the inhalers are um why is he toying with kate and my thinking the only thing that i could think of that makes some tiny little bit of sense to me is that his motive is to get people primarily Kate to stop trusting Jack and to see Jack as somehow threatening and not always a hero I still don't really fully understand why but that's the only thing that like seems to make sense to me so he's like putting Jack in this position of of now having to be like not the hero that's saving everyone but the guy who's like letting someone get tortured and injured hmm. and going against, you know, the code of the doctor, which is to do no harm. Okay. Which, by the way, is a pagan code as well. And <laughs> harm pagan? And harm it none, do what you will. But yeah, so I, I'm just, tr- I'm trying to figure him out because like he's got to have some kind of motive. Yeah, he's very mysterious because he's hard to figure out. i'm trying not to give anything away (laughs) yeah yeah don't give anything away but the whole uh the thing that really really i mean a lot pissed me off about this episode but you know sawyer basically making kate feel like she is the one preventing shannon from breathing yeah because i forget exactly how he phrases it but he's like implies that if she doesn't kiss him then shannon's gonna die kind of a thing and it's like right it's not kate don't yeah, put this he on puts her. her in a really rough place. Yeah. Like she has to complete this task of kissing Sawyer. Yeah, it just made in me order think to save of, somebody on the island. Just made me think of bad dudes. Right, bad dudes. Bad. Yeah, dudes, this is a bad dude move. Bad controlling dudes in controlling right. relationships where they make you feel like you're doing stuff wrong. Right. So not, not a fan. That's Sawyer's M.O., and she kisses him, and I was expecting, I didn't remember this kiss, but I was expecting, like, a little kiss. Yeah, there was tongue. This was a heavy, This was a lot heavy of kissing. Kiss. Yeah. Yeah, this is a big kiss. Yeah, this was like a Buffy angel kiss. Yeah, even deeper. Yeah, because we didn't see any tongue there. Or maybe the camera was there. just closer. Yeah, this was this was, it was also dark and... You know, almost R rated. This is almost NC 17. (laughs) (laughs) So she kisses him and then she sort of pulls away at the end. And he says, I don't have it. I never did. The book washed up on shore and she punches him and walks away. That was amazing. What a gut punch. What a beautiful, beautiful Kate. Yeah. I wanted to stand up and slow clap. So Saeed thinks Sawyer attacked him and destroyed the transceiver 
and Sawyer gets out of his restraints and Saeed attacks him and they tussle and a knife goes into Sawyer's artery. I thought in this moment, there's never a dull day for Jack on this <laughs> island. I know. <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his hands full. That's why he's always breathing so heavy. Right. He's so busy. He's always running. So at night in the caves, Saeed comes back for some supplies and Boone questions him. And uh, Shannon's like, don't leave me. Don't leave me, Boone. I know. That was so heartbreaking. <laughs> Michael brings Sun some plants. And Which Sun I Boo, knew what they were right away. So did Amy. She saw him. Yeah. She's like, High five, oh, eucalyptus. Amy. High five, yeah. kitchen witch. <laughs> <laughs> Sun Boo sees them talking. And Michael stands up to him. He's like, don't, dude, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like confused. Like he's just like, what's going on here? <laughs> like he doesn't get it. Sawyer tells Jack to let him die, basically. And he eggs him on, telling him that if the tables were turned, he would let Jack die. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. Sawyer is very masochistic this episode. He's like, just kill me. Just punch me. Just stab me. Let me bleed out. Like just... Put things in my fingernails. Like, I just, he he wants to feel all the pain. Yeah, but he also wants kisses, too. So, he also wants <laughs> I don't know. Kisses. He also wants kisses on his boo-boos. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, flashback, Sawyer's getting the couple's money, and uh, the little kid, the, the couple's son, son, walks into the living room while he's getting the cash. And Sawyer basically just looks at him and he decides to walk away from the deal. He's like, deal's off. And he drops the briefcase of the money as he walks out of the living room. So back on the beach, Kate talks to Sawyer about the letter. And she says, uh, you want to be hated. She basically puts it together that the kid in the letter is Sawyer because of the stamp on it and how it's you know weathered or something. And Sawyer's not his real name. He basically just agrees. He's like, I became Sawyer. And then that's when he says, don't you feel sorry for me? And he yells her to get out. Yeah. So the guy, when the scene where he's in the bar, I think the guy calls him Tex. Yeah, he did call him Tex. But I was like, is that just like a, you know, because he's like Southern, he's got a Southern accent. Yeah. Like some people just name you Tex. Yeah. Especially if you're a con man, you know, you could have like many aliases, I guess. That's true. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was his name or not, but. Yeah, yeah, but then when he says, don't you feel sorry for me? I was like, I just wrote, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to take you a few moments to win over. Yeah, well, I mean, over. you know, I, I think I said this in an episode before. I know I've said it to Dave where I'm like, you know, they're building him up to be such an asshole that we're going to find out his backstory <laughs> and like he's this, you know, whatever, this awful tragic thing happened to him. And this awful tragic thing did happen to him, but he yeah. didn't have to turn into who he is. That's my thing. Mm, but we'll get yeah. in, we'll get into that we'll get into that later. but that's like some deep deep trauma you know that could really mess you up as a kid you know who knows what your life could turn out well what i said to dave is that i'm just I'm, i wrote these notes down under the which episode wins um i still can't stand him and have zero mm-hmm. sympathy for him. It sucks his dad was murdered. His dad murdered his mom and then killed himself. And I 100, I 100% get wanting to like get revenge on the guy who did it. But he didn't have to turn into an asshole. Right. And like I said he, to Dave. He didn't have to. I was like, yeah. look at Batman. And then Dave was like, yeah, well, Batman was rich and raised by his butler. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That's fair. Who knows this what the rest of his life was not in that same helped. situation. Right. 
and and we don't know the rest of the the dominoes too like he could have went to a foster you know foster family which even more messed up stuff happened you know and then you know throughout his 20s maybe he had like some sort of criminal underbelly life that he lived you know who knows there's there's much more to his life that that we haven't seen yet. yeah i mean that's true it's just i don't know like we've all gone through trauma and I don't yeah. know. It still doesn't excuse some of his um yeah, his shitty behavior. Like it still yeah, it behavior. still shouldn't there's still a woman's life hanging in the balance. Right. That's true. After that, Sun is rubbing a mixture of some sort on Shannon's chest mm-hmm. and uh now she's starting to breathe. So and what's that's funny when we find out is it's eucalyptus. Earlier in the episode, yeah. before I don't know if it was when we saw her with the eucalyptus or I think I think it's just when she first approaches Michael and says, mm-hmm. I think I can help. I was like, I was like, she's going to grab some aloe because she's putting aloe on everything. Because <laughs> like, yeah, right? aloe is great for so many things. It's like anti-inflammatory, yeah. helps with sunburn and all, all kinds of stuff. And so um, I was like, she's probably going to like get some aloe, find some way to use aloe on her asthma. (laughs) Like, yeah. So yeah. So then she's, she's got, you know, a mixture of aloe and eucalyptus and she's putting it on her chest because eucalyptus is really good at opening up, you know, your chest um, and your Mm -hmm. sinuses. And so I was like, I was like, oh, I guess maybe I'm sun. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I wonder (laughs) if a little mixture of sun and, and, uh, and Claire. Yeah. So far, you are Sun and Claire's uh, love baby. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Pat. Solve. Okay? Making Solve. fun of me. You're making fun of me about how, <laughs> me make how much fun of I you? would contribute I on this so. island. And you're like, oh, yeah. There's a like, we're hungry. Here's a solve. Look at her. <laughs> yep. So she helped Shannon breathe. Yes. So that was good. Claire wakes up. Herbalism and... is important. Yes, it is especially on an island. Claire wakes up and Charlie says she's uh, she's moving to the caves and she gets all excited because she thinks that he has peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Charlie uh, <laughs> pulls out an empty jar. It's uh, he, he pulls a hook, yeah, a second reference to hook. I wrote down <laughs> yeah. Charlie's doing the hook. <laughs> yeah, he's pulling a hook. He's, he's doing the old make-believe peanut butter move. And... What? Claire oh, thinks make it's believe. cute. I thought you said maple leaf. I was like, what the hell is maple no, leaf make peanut butter? Make believe. <laughs> That's make my believe favorite scene in Hook. Well, yeah, with all the with multicolored all the, like, yeah, puddings. The, the lost boys and they, yeah. they make up the food and have the food fight. I also love that scene. Oh, yeah. so good. It's great. So they pretend to eat peanut butter out of this empty jar. Yeah. And Claire thinks it's cute. She plays along. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, man, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, she. I know. She was not. She was not that upset. Like if someone came up to me and was like, I have peanut butter. And I'm like, what? What? Are you kidding me? Get the fuck like, out of here. And then he pulls out an empty jar. I'd, I'd, I'd probably just uh, trip him. <laughs> punch him. <laughs> I wouldn't punch him, but I would I would be visibly upset. Yeah. Well, she's like, she's very calm. I mean, like, you know, earlier when they were talking, Charlie's like, you don't have anything that you're craving. And yeah. you know, she's like, not really. I guess peanut butter. Right. She's pretty content. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think she's just kind of a chill person. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Nice and refreshing. So Saeed is leaving the beach. He's sort of packed up his backpack or something, and he feels ashamed about what he did with Sawyer. So he feels like he has no right to be there. He's going to explore the island, and he leaves 
uh who's he talking to kate yeah he's talking to kate so he says i hope we meet again yeah that's he ominous kisses her uh he kisses her hand okay yeah he kisses her yeah he's very gentleman <laughs> about it he kisses her and heads down the beach i'm like he kisses her but yeah you're right he kisses, <laughs> he her, kisses hand. her hand yeah i should have put hand yeah there. he's a he's a gentleman then we get a classical old lost oh, slow-mo God. musical montage now you'll be happy that uh i'm reporting that this musical montage did not really do it for me <laughs> maybe because it's the eighth one yeah yeah i mean they've done enough of them and this one was very by the numbers and kind of boring yeah and there wasn't much to it so it's just kind of like we don't know how to end this episode musical montage oh. yeah there's like not really anything happening so it seems like lost likes to end its episodes with either musical montage like this or dramatic or a dramatic like cliffhanger guys where are we boom yeah it's extreme yeah. close-up on a face right guys where are we boom credits so that's the episode and in the montage yeah i guess we i'll just say quickly charlie and claire walk together shannon and boone sit and share water sawyer almost burns his letter but then he doesn't and then uh yeah this montage did not work for me <laughs> yeah yeah boring okay but the rest of the episode i really like this episode I really like Sawyer's backstory. I think it's interesting. I know you just don't like Sawyer. <laughs> I don't know. I just, again, it's like when they do backstories, it just, there's just not enough depth yet. Like right. Sons. They I string you along. Well, Sons, I feel like was like a pretty complete story. Yeah. You know you what lot. I mean? Like they give you a lot of her backstory. And I feel yeah. like some of the other ones that we've seen is not a complete story. Right. Well, Jack has so like multiple flashback episodes too. So Sawyer might have multiple flashback episodes. Yeah, I mean, episodes. I'm assuming I'm assuming they probably all do. Yeah. Um especially since you told me that like that's the main the main way of lost moving the plot along is that right. we get, you know, we're going to get flashbacks all the time. Right. So, so favorite moments. Yeah, what's for... your favorite moment of Buffy? I really like when Buffy tries to kick the demon and it's kind of like bonk. We actually re- re- rewound it to rewatch that. Rewound uh, it? We re- rewound it. I guess it is still yeah. rewind. Yeah, rewind. Yeah. You rewind. It's just you funny because you're not like actually winding up the tape. Yeah, you're not winding up tape, but you are going backwards in the yeah. timeline. Yeah. We scrubbed backwards. I guess that would be the new streaming term. Yeah. We scrubbed backwards so I could rewatch. Or try to kick the demon <laughs> robot. It was like, bonk. And she's like, ow, he's made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my favorite moment. But I also liked the um, the dark brooding stuff. I really liked um, Fritz. Like, there's a lot of moments. Fritz party was pretty good. <laughs> um, I liked the, the computer writing the suicide note. That was spooky. Yeah, that was dark. Yeah, I like that stuff. That was good. I uh, like the sort of depressing ending of the episode where they're all like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Buffy, Willow, Xander are like, yay, our love lives are doomed. Oh. Yeah. Recapping <laughs> like, their <laughs> demon loves. Yeah. Um, but I also really love the introduction of Miss Calendar. I love that she's mm-hmm. she seems like a little bit younger, definitely more hip and tech savvy. Yeah. Um, so she's like more hip tech savvy female version of Giles. Yeah, um, I, I, I wanted to say, I wanted to start shipping um, Giles and uh, Miss Calendar mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, maybe 
maybe they could get together, but I'm like, no, nah, the chemistry's just not there. They're not a good match for each other. Mm. So. So that doesn't make your prediction? Doesn't make my prediction. All right. Um, if they start dating, I'm going to be disappointed. I, I'm not feeling the chem- chemistry there. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to see. I guess so. Um, but I did, th- like, I just thought that she, you know, is another great example of a strong female role model. She's uh, mm-hmm. super smart. She's confident. She doesn't let Giles kind of scare her or, like, out-knowledge her. She's the computer lab teacher, you know, which we would probably traditionally associate with like a male role. And it's her connections as a techno-pagan that allow Moloch to be bound into his robot body for Buffy to kill him off. So Yeah. She basically saved the world. Yeah, she saves she's she saves this episode. But I guess if I'm picking a specific moment, I really like this scene in Giles's office when he's like telling her there's a demon on the internet and she's just kinda like, Yeah, I know. Come on. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm aware. I've been throwing bones, you know, I yeah. know. Um, yeah. I've been scrying about this from yeah. the beginning. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, or the last scene with uh, with her and Giles where she says that the ear isn't where she dangles her corkscrew. <laughs> yeah, that was that was unexpected. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it could just be her neck, you know, it could just be a necklace. It could piece. also just be her, her keychain. Could be a keychain. Yeah. I don't know, but. That's that's some sexual tension right there. Woo doggy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like Miss Calendar a lot. Yeah, she's cool. What's your favorite moment of Lost? Controversial. I like the kiss. Oh, Pat. <laughs> Is it just because you're a sap, right? Nope. And you just want to see so I like happy? it because no. Let me explain. I Please feel like explain it to me. I feel like. It's a very complicated kiss. Mm, because there's so much tongues and you have to know where to put your tongue. For somebody who really doesn't want to kiss this dirty dirt bag. Yeah. She put a lot into it. And well, it's we saw like his to... tongue. We didn't see hers. She... That's true. That's true. But I mean. I think I did see hers. Oh, okay. I don't know. I might have to go we'll back to... and rewatch we'll it slow-mo. To... Yeah, go back to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I feel like at the end of it, she sort of pulled back like, like, well, I, I got to stop myself. Okay. Like, I felt like she was getting into it. So I feel like there's a little bit, there's something. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's, you know, he's eh, the bad, he's know. the bad guy. You think you can change him. Yeah. You know, and I, my, my theory still holds that, you know, uh, Kate is some kind of femme fatale, probably killed a man who deserved it. So he was probably, you know, so she, maybe she's drawn to dark dudes. Maybe dark, you know, she thinks that she thinks that she can change them. She can right. help them in some way. Yeah. So, maybe. Yeah, I could see it. So many great moments of Sawyer getting his ass beat in this episode <laughs> made me very happy. But so dark. I got to go with Kate punching him because after the kiss. Oh, yeah. 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 That was a long time coming. So well deserved. Long yeah. overdue. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Okay. I was very happy. Which episode wins? Uh, I'm going to go with Lost. This, the Buffy episode, it just seemed after school Power Rangers to me. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like, I don't know. It, it's just like, I did like all the computer stuff though. Yeah. But I think the demon slash robot thing at the end, like I think that kind of ruined it for me. 
and the whole CRD, the whole office building. I don't know. I just, it, there was a level of, I couldn't really believe in it. Not that this show in general is very believable, but just for some reason it it sort of lost me. It didn't feel quite like it was part of Sunnydale. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm torn. Um, I mean, it's hard because I really don't like Sawyer, obviously. So I'm like, I don't really care. Um, but you know, of course I am interested because I'm interested in why, in people's motivation and why they do what they do, which is why, you know, watch things about serial killers because I'm just like, (laughs) how the fuck did they get to this point in their life? Like what happened to them? So I don't know. It's, it's hard because I, I don't really want to give Lost the win because it is all Sawyer. And for (laughs) Buffy, like I agree, it's not, you know, it's not the most compelling, you know, whatever. It's interesting because Willow is finally the one who's like put in a situation of falling in love with the wrong, wrong guy, you know? I think that's the other um, thing. But I that also sort of really me. love Miss Calendar. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Miss Calendar's cool, but I think that's the other thing that sort of wigged me out was that Willow was very unlike herself. I mean, I can understand under the circumstances because Malik you know, is a she, corrupter. Right. Oh, that's true. He's the corrupter. But I don't know. I just felt like she's smarter than that. You know, she would have known a little bit better. She would have dug into it a little bit more before going so head over the heels for this guy yeah and then missing classes come on willow yeah i mean i i definitely agree with you i think it's very easy i mean i was always a girl who was like on time for class and you know whatever but i started playing video games uh (laughs) in high school (laughs) not world of warcraft but like a similar online multiplayer uh massive multiplayer online role-playing game mmorpg mm-hmm. um i would stay up super late and then be like really tired the next day yeah. and might have had an online boyfriend that i met through that game <laughs> maybe maybe not, We're not did i have an online that. boyfriend that i met through that game maybe, <laughs> maybe I, did. I did i don't know, you know? maybe i did <laughs> yeah um Especially like Willow has had this unrequited love for Xander for what sounds like pretty much their whole lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I think like it can be intoxicating when you get a little bit of attention. And that's also why sometimes, you know, like the, you know, girls go after the guy that's not right for you. And you kind of know that, but you're willing to risk it anyway, because finally you feel like a little bit important and guys do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I think like that was definitely happening for her. Definitely the being really late and just like blowing off class, not cool. Um, definitely right. like very out of character, but that's also what is like a huge red flag for Buffy. It's not like Willow had plans to meet him alone somewhere, you know? Right. Like I think yeah. that would have been She didn't way let it riskier. get that far. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, it was sort of an innocent relationship still. I yeah, all right, fine. I'll give it to Lost because it was just really great to see Sawyer get punched a lot. Jeez. <laughs> so much hatred for Sawyer. <laughs> Maybe I'll change. But again, like, I just, I don't understand his motivation. Like, I I, yeah. I get, like, and Dave and I talked about this a little bit. And he's like, you know, it just sounds like he just, he wants to be hated because he did a bad thing. And so, yeah. you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, but that is, like, fine. Be hated for that thing, but don't risk a girl dying by playing some crazy mind games if you don't want to do nice things for other people which frankly would make up for the shitty things that he's done then Mm -hmm. fine but don't be outright unhelpful when it comes to life and death 
Right. And then like, you know, it's like, why help Saeed with the transceiver, but then almost let Shannon die? I think here's the thing, though. If he actually doesn't have the inhalers, it's not like he can save her anyways. No, but he doesn't have to fuck around and like, you know what I mean? He could just be like, look, I, I really don't have them, but I will help you look for them. Right. Okay. I see your point. Like he he he's intentionally toying with everyone, making yeah. them. I think he does want to. I think he does want somebody to end it for him. I think he is at this point at the end of his rope, and he's like, "I'm just a bad dude. I deserve whatever is coming to me." Well, I guess he needs to find a block of ice then. Predictions. What are your predictions? You. What are your predictions? Why do I always gotta go first? Because Buffy is alphabetical. Buffy predictions. My Buffy predictions are, I predict that Miss French and, sorry, not Miss French, Miss <laughs> Calendar. You really want her and, to come back. <laughs> yeah, I do. Miss Calendar and <laughs> Giles uh, won't get together because I just don't want it to happen. And Willow will not have another online boyfriend. after this she's she's gonna be scarred yeah she's like never again will i meet a boy over the internets i will always meet him in the flesh (laughs) that that could be it you don't have to yeah that's all i got okay i don't have anything good (laughs) all right that's all i got yeah okay okay well in lost my claire baby countdown is one more episode so basically Mm -hmm. not the next episode but the one after okay um, and I think that we're going to get Saeed's backstory next, just from the fact that we kind of like, we didn't start with him. We started with Sawyer, but he was sort of like next. And then, you know, he, he walks away at the end. I feel like we're going to get his backstory next, okay. but I don't think that we're going to find out who hit him just yet. I don't think he's going to f- figure that out in the next episode. I don't okay. know what he's going to figure out. On his travels alone. He's going on his walkabout yeah. around the island. But yeah. um, I we're, I just, yeah, definitely feel like we're going to get his backstory. That would be like the first thing I would do as a survivor on the island. Go on a walkabout? Yeah. I'd be like, all right, who wants to come with me? We're going to do some camping. We're going to stay on the shores and we're going to move around the perimeter of the island. If we see anything cool, it'll most likely be on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And then we'll work our way inside. We'll start mapping. Yeah, that's something that I have thought about as well. Uh, did we talk about that? Maybe we have. I don't know. But Probably. I do feel like... <laughs> Who knows what we talk about in these things? <laughs> yeah, I do feel like it. it's, you know, no one's really interested in mapping out the island that much. And I mean, you know, I guess you got to get your priorities of food and water first. And then now right. that you've got a whole bunch of nanners and... You got know. some nanners. You got some water you know, from the spring and you got some boar jerky. Yeah. You know. So you can take it on the road. Yeah. Time to take it on the road. But they're probably scared Here of the diners. Here go again on my own. down the only road I've ever known. But there's no roads. It's just a beach. Going down the only beach I've ever known. Right. So I actually wrote this down because I made an observation uh, yesterday. That you don't care about this part of the podcast? No. I think it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But normally, 
as I've said in multiple episodes, normally I watch more movies than TV. Mm-hmm. And okay. lately, watching. I've been watching much more TV than movies, and I'm kind of sad about that. Oh, why? More like, is it just because you're watching Buffy and Lost, or are you watching like other shows too? Other shows too. So check this out. I'm currently watching five shows. What? Yeah, I know. So I'm watching Lost and Buffy, of yeah, course. Right. I'm also watching The Queen's Gambit. Okay, which is, that's right. We no, talked it's a limit, about that. limited series, mm-hmm. so I know it's going to end. It's finite. I can deal with that. Yeah. Well, all of these are. I'm still watching Community, which we're still in the second season, but we watch those, you know, we'll watch like one or two uh, a night sometimes. And then I'm also watching The Mandalorian, which came back for season two. Oh, I still haven't watched that yet. It's awesome. You know, if you like like a Star Wars. Yeah, I don't, but I do like Baby Yoda. Do you guys have Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah, you guys should totally watch it. It's like Star Wars movies. Yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like when I tried to watch the Hobbit movies, I would just... Those are great too. I would like the only only things I cared about, the only scenes I cared about were the ones that Lee Pace was in. Right. Because he's dreamy. I love him. Actually, we did watch one movie. This past week, we watched Crazy Stupid Love on our anniversary. Oh, I like that movie. Yeah, we did too. It's fun. Had you Have you seen it before? We saw it once before when it first came out, but both of us did not remember it. I only remembered like a scene or two. Yeah. So Happy anniversary. It, and we laughed. When was Thank your anniversary? You. The 20th. Oh. 11 years. What's up? Wow. Of November? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got married in November? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Happy anniversary. Do you still celebrate your dating anniversary too? No. It's technically on the 1st of January. Mm -hmm. And this year it will be 15 years. Oh, did you like kiss? Did you like kiss? Like you like kiss? I don't want to get into it. When the ball (laughs) dropped and you were like, well, now that's it. I hooked you. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> so what have you been watching? It's okay. Listening Mine to and Dave's dating anniversary is Valentine's Day, so technically oh, yeah. Dave that's four. worse. That's way worse. I know. I know. <laughs> Would you guys give each other like a little candy gram that says, Will you be mine? Oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to oh, know. Oh no, I don't want to know. <laughs> so I'm not really reading much right now. Um we have been watching Crazy Ex Girlfriend, which it this show would be your hell, your absolute hell. <laughs> and I yeah. love it. It's, okay. So it's about, I put off watching it for a long time because I was like, this seems like too over the top, even for me. Yeah. And yeah, listening to a lot of NPR. That's pretty <laughs> <Cool>. much it. <laughs> when I'm not nice. listening to our podcast. Um, Ooh, I got, a, I got a great podcast to shout out. Team Deacons. Team Deacons. Is, yeah, this is, this is a church a, podcast. Nope, it's a cinematographer's wet dream. It's Roger Deacons, who is one of the best master cinematographers, mm-hmm. who shot Shawshank Redemption. Oh. He shot a lot of Coen Brothers movies. He shot Skyfall. He is a fantastic Skyfall. cinematographer. So that one? it's him and his wife yes it's him and his wife and they um interview other cinematographers and directors and costume designers oh cool and they always turn it back on him too and ask him questions because everybody wants to talk to deacons so it's very cool 
and I love it so much. Nice. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. I think just because I'm not driving that much, I really don't listen to podcasts a whole lot yeah. anymore. I miss Dax. Right. Now you got to listen to ours every week. I got to listen it. to ours, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep up with all my other TV. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for this riveting discussion of these episodes, Lost and Buffy. Uh, You can listen and subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, Google. What is it? Google Podcasts? Google Podcasts, yep. Google Podcasts. And don't forget to rate us five stars if you have the time. We would much appreciate that. Much obliged. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at kickstreampod. And send emails, but please no spoilers, to kickstreampod at gmail.com. You can also check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. And remember, friends, streaming is always better with friends. Oh, no. I said friends twice. Streaming is better with friends, pals. Good job, Pat. I'm so glad you finally said it. I swung right in there and I you fixed saved it up the for day. you. Save the day. What a hero. Bye. Bye.